Something about Mary traces to us. My name is Daphne and I live in London. I grew up as an Anglican and the first school I went to was called St Nicholas. It was run by a couple of high Anglican ladies who had quite a devotion to Our Lady and every Christmas we did a nativity play and it was considered a great honour to play Mary. Um, but I didn't really have any Catholic friends growing up. I went to two Anglican schools. And when I was 18, I went to stay with a lovely Catholic family in France. And they had a great devotion to Our Lady, which rather baffled me, I must say, because I wasn't used to this. And I had a kind of idea, um, which quite a lot of my evangelical friends shared, that, you know, the love you gave to Mary was that much you know, taken away from the love you gave to Jesus, and therefore it was wrong. So, you know, it took a bit of explaining for me. But I then began to realize that, really, you know, love is not like sort of cutting a cake, where if you give one slice to somebody, you know, you're depriving someone else of a slice. You know, it just doesn't work like that. And that, in fact, I, I became aware that actually, although my friends loved Mary um, more than my Anglican friends did, they also loved Jesus more, and the more they loved Mary, you know, the closer they seemed to become to Jesus. And then my friends used to go every year on the Dominican pilgrimage to Lourdes, and they invited me to come with them, and I did. And I came as a nurse, which meant wearing a white overall with a white berry, and I used to sort of walk along the street, and everyone beamed at me, and... I thought, well, this is very nice, but a bit strange. I wasn't really used to this. <laughs> and um, then I thought, oh, well, you know, if you believe that God is your father, you know, you're all brothers and sisters, but it's a bit like being a half-brother and sister. Whereas if you share not only the same father but the same mother, then that makes you whole brothers and sisters. Mm. So, you know, that, that helped me overcome one obstacle. And certainly, you know, although... In Lourdes, there was a great love for Our Lady. There was a huge love for Jesus, for the Father, and for the Holy Spirit. So, you know, the presence of Mary, far from detracting from the love of God, seemed to increase it. Um, and anyway, I finished up becoming a Catholic. Um, and one time, much later in my life, I went to Medjugorje where Our Lady has been appearing for over 20 years and most people have some kind of a, an experience when they're there and my Medjugorje experience as they call it was I was up the mountain of apparitions one afternoon and I felt Our Lady had something to say to me so I sat down beside a large rock and got out a pencil and a notebook and um, said uh, yes <laughs> Was there something you wanted to say to me? And she said, yes, uh, well, I'm very pleased that you've come to Medjugorje, but I'd be even more pleased if you'd go home and spread the light of Christ around you where you come from. So I thought, well, that's very nice. I wrote it down. Um, and that evening, the, the prayer group with the people of Medjugorje, quite a sort of small group, had been called to have their prayer meeting on that same mountain and we'd been invited to join them along with about 3,000 others. It wasn't an exclusive invitation. Um, so we went um, 
And then at one stage I found myself surrounded by people saying rosaries in several different languages all around me. And not having been brought up to the rosary, I'm not very good at it at the best of times, but you know, if I can do it quietly and concentrate and meditate on the different parts of the life of, of our Lord, which is what the rosary is all about, in company with Mary, um, you know, that I can do, but being surrounded by an Italian rosary on one side and a French on another and an Italian on another and, you know, us trying to say it in English, I found that very confusing and, frankly, rather irritating. So I got back to the house where we were staying thinking, gosh, I'm a lousy Catholic to um, be so put off by people saying the rosary. But then the, there was an Englishman staying in the house where we were not part of our party, but um, we knew him. And he'd been with the, the little group. And so he said to us, um, would you like to know what Our Lady said to the crowds today? So, of course, we said yes. And um, he said, well, she blessed the crowd and said she was very glad that we'd all come there. But she'd be even more pleased if we spread the light of Christ around us where we'd gone to. So... Um, that made me feel that at least I was reasonably in tune with Our Lady and her wishes, even if I wasn't very good at saying the rosary, so that cheered me up. Um, I had another interesting experience at Walsingham, which is like the Lourdes of England, and I was there at the New Dawn Conference, which is a lovely charismatic conference, and one day I was was in the early days when eating was rather more informal and I was munching my sandwich on the field and a priest who I'd never seen before came up to me and said the Lord said he's going to restore the relationship between you and his mother and yours i.e. Our Lady so I was a bit surprised and you know, wanted to ask this priest more about it but he you know, smiled politely and <laughs> turned around and went on his way and the next day I saw him walking along the road. So I came up to him and said, can you tell me more about uh, what happened yesterday? And he said, no, not really. I just felt that the Lord you know, wanted me to deliver this message to you. And you know, he kind of pointed out who it was for. And so I delivered it. And that's all I can tell you. So I said, oh, OK, well, thank you very much. And then... Um, we started chatting and I said, where are you from? And he said uh, where he was from. And I said, what, what are you doing particularly? And he said, oh, well, I'm writing an article about somebody called Marthe Robin. And so I said, oh, yes, I know Marthe Robin. She's my godmother. Because when I was received, it was at the Foyer de Charité, at Chateauneuf de Galar, which she had started. And I'd been sort of rather pushed to ask her to be my godmother which I hadn't really ever thought of doing, but anyway, I did, and to my delight, she said yes. So I felt, you know, she must have had a hand in this encounter somewhere, and it kind of made heaven and earth seem very close, which it always does at places like Walsingham and Lourdes and Medjugorje. I do think that, you know, Our Lady's great aim is for us to know and love her son better, I mean, when you see people reciting rosaries and saying lots of Hail Marys, you know, it's quite easy to imagine that it's actually all about Mary. But it isn't at all, and, you know, it's very scriptural. You know, practically all the words of the Hail Mary are taken from scripture. And it's about meditating 
all the different parts of the life of Jesus from the Annunciation onwards in which Mary played a very close part. So I think that's probably quite long enough so I'll stop. Um, but I'm very happy that I was invited to share some of my experiences with our lovely Mother in Heaven.